Genesis chapter 25 is a chapter where it is the conclusion of Abraham's life. From the point that the scripture introduces us to this chapter verse 11 25 and verse 11 it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac and Isaac dwelt by the well of Lahiroi and that is a summary of Isaac's life that's not just a moment that is a summary, maybe even a description of how Isaac lived, living by the well of Lahoroi. Amen. And uh, my title is An All Seen Eye. Say that with me. An All Seen Eye. Watching you. Watching Say it again. That all Lord, we love you today. And in your sight, may we be a well pleasing. I pray, Lord Jesus, you would give us a special, renewed perspective and understanding of our living, our life, our present, our past, and our future. And Lord, we may live with an understanding that you are watching us. And everybody said in Jesus' name. I have never been in the service where it was saying, but I have heard it told that it was a song saying, you can be seated, it was a song saying in churches around the country, there is an all-seeing eye Watching you, watching you, and all seeing I watching you. I believe it was my dad said that he would get into the pew and hide because that all seeing I. And this verse that I read to you, Isaac dwelt by the well of Laharoi, comes from a Hebrew word, and I actually recorded it. So I can play it for you. I'm not going to try to say it. I'm going to let you listen to it again. This is the Hebrew word. And the Hebrew meaning is the well of the living one seeing me. He lived by the well of God watching over him. He lived by the well. I would say to you that wasn't just a geographic place, but I believe it was a mentality that followed him. You find this same well. The Bible says that he went by this well and from there he was meditating in a field. When he lifted up his eyes and he saw his future wife coming down the road. You know, there's a lot of people that have different perceptions of who God is and what God is and his nature. 
But one of the things that I understand through the study of Scripture, and I've heard it taught all my life, is God is not a man, but God, God is a spirit. And that spirit is not contained in a thing, but rather everything is contained in it. All of the heavens cannot contain who God is. God created with His Word. As far flung as you can see into space, His, His Word created that is a powerful God. And this big, huge, uh, uh, unimaginable God of greatness is watching me. There's no place he is. I believe it was Job said, if I make my bed in hell, if I, if I send to the heavens, anywhere I go, God is present with me. And, and, and Isaac was blessed to have a father. In fact, he, his father is the genesis of the book we call the Bible. It is, a, it is a treatise of a relationship, of a covenant that began with this singular man called Abraham. You know, there is no greater heritage in all the world than the genealogical tree found in Abraham. Uh, Genesis chapter 12 and verse 3, God says, I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Wars have been fought and still raged today by those trying to establish that they are the true heir of Abraham. Here in America, there have been different extremes. There is a, a belief system called British Israelism which holds the view that the people of the British Isles are the genetic, racially, linguistic, direct descendants of the ten lost tribes of Israel. And we know that's foolishness. And today, that same idea, there is a movement called the African Hebrew Israelites. And they, they, attribute, they, they claim the same things the, the white racists of the past that, you know, they didn't believe you could be saved if you weren't from the British Isles. And these today, there are many don't believe you can be saved if you're not have some African heritage. Well, good news for me, I have African heritage. 0.03% came from West Africa. So if it's about genetics, I got a little bit in me. But the truth of the matter is that what we have access to when it comes to our family connection within Abraham, the Bible tells us that through faith, Romans 4 and 16, therefore it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end. The promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to those also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Everybody say Father Abraham. Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. And I am one of them. So are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right hand, Father Abraham. And many sons. And many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them. So are you. So let's just praise the Lord. Right hand, right foot. Father Abraham had many sons. Many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them. So are you. So let's just praise the Lord. I can do more of that, but I won't. I said praise God. And so we today 
have a greater claim on Abraham because we have entered into the seed of Abraham by faith. And so we see as we consider this that, that Isaac lived in, by the well of the all-seeing eye. He had a heritage. He didn't just live there, but one of the outstanding characteristics of Isaac is he was a man that redug the wells of his father. Abraham dug wells, but there were those that were their enemies would come and clog up the well. And, and so it was incumbent upon Isaac to redig the well, to take out the rocks, to take out the sand, and renew that flow that his father began. And I would say to you, you have to redig your father's wells and you got to redig your own wells. Amen. There is something about living in this world. Amen. You live very long, things will clog up the flow of God in your life. Can, can I get a witness? Doubt will flow it up. Hurt will flow it up. Disappointment will plug it up. There's all kinds of things that will. Can I get a witness? And it is incumbent upon us that us, like Isaac, would redig the well. Jesus said, He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, in them there shall be a river of living water springing up into everlasting life. You know, it is sad to, to consider, you know, those that would want to try to claim genealogical uh, heritage to Abraham. That no doubt today, those that have a direct connection to Abraham, they are blessed people. Some people call it a conspiracy, say that Jews own the banks and Jews run the media, Jews own uh, the pharmaceutical companies, and you've heard it all. And a lot of it is true. But it's not a conspiracy. The Lord said the families of the earth would be blessed in Abraham. You want to see? Go look and see how many Nobel Peace Prizes have been won by the Jews. Why? Uh, it, is, it is a scientific fact that the Jewish people have a higher IQ than other people. They're smarter than me. Where'd that come from? And there, is, there was a blessing put upon everyone that was of the seed of Abraham. And it, it, it manifests itself in everything about their life. You remember the story about Obed-Edom? The Bible says that everything that pertained to Obed-Edom was blessed. And I would say to you that, that those people that have, even though they're God-haters, many of them are atheists, they may, they may claim the, the race of a Jew, they may claim the culture of a Jew, but many of them don't claim the God of the Jew. Y'all know that? It's a fact. Many, many, many people that will claim Judaism, like Bernie Sanders. I'm not talking politics. He is a Jew, a famous Jew, but he's an atheist. And so just because someone is, is connected to Abraham, that connection, it blesses them. And it ain't about them. It's about God made a promise to Abraham. And his great, 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 they're still blessed even if they're not living right. 
That don't make any sense to me either, but that's just the way it is. God makes a promise and He keeps it. I mean, you look at what is happening in the world today. That there is a Jewish nation that dominates the news today. People's position on the Jewish nation is headline news. If someone's for it, it makes the news. If someone's against it, it makes news. Why? Because there is just something about when God touches a thing, it becomes a point of controversy. It happens in our own life. When you start living for God, everybody that ain't living for God is going to be offended at you living for God. They say, well, because you're doing that, you think I'm bad. No, I'm doing this for God. That don't mean nothing about you. I pray. I don't pray so you hear me. I pray so He hears me. I'm living for God, not for you to see me. I'm living for God because God's seeing me. I live by the well of the all-seeing eye because He's watching me. I think it's important for us not just to understand that God sees all, but we need to approach life that we are living under an open heaven. When it comes to God, I don't want a roof over my head. When it comes to God, I don't want to live in the shrubs and under the trees. I'm not looking for any shade from the light of the holy God of Israel. God, Lord, let the light shine on me. Lord, see my deeds. Hear my prayers. Amen, amen. I'm telling you today. That, that, that we have an opportunity. The Bible says that He came unto His own. He came to the Jewish people. He came unto His own. And His own received Him not. But as in many as received Him, He gave them power to become the sons of God. It doesn't matter if you don't even know where your genetic heritage is. It doesn't matter if you're a mixed heritage like me. But you and I can take confidence and take courage that if we will exercise our faith in God, we can have a relationship like Abraham had in our family. No matter what it may have been before, the curses stop with me. You know, the Bible says that the iniquity of the fathers is passed down to the third and the fourth generation. You see it all over the world. Father, fathers who are criminals beget criminals that beget criminals. Fathers who are drunks beget drunks beget drunks. Uh, fathers who uh, 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 get a job and have a degree beget children that get a job and have a degree. Many times we become what was modeled before us. Good and bad. Somebody said amen. amen. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day how much my father or my grandfather or my great-grandfather may have served God. And sometimes I have to wake up and decide in my mind, amen, my father may have been Abraham, but as the son of Abraham, i got to redig the well for myself. i got to reestablish the covenant for myself because no doubt I'm blessed because of the prayers of my, of my heritage. But really the only way it really matters is that I pray my own prayers and I live my own life under the sight and the vision of a holy God that everything that we may do or say or think or plan would be well pleasing in the sight of God created me a clean heart and renewing me a right spirit that the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart would be acceptable in 
thy. Amen. There is an all seeing eye watching you, watching you. There is an all seeing eye watching you. This is the condemnation that light has come into the world. And men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Amen. I'm telling you that condemnation and conviction is not a pretty feeling. Amen. Conviction can make you weep. Conviction can make you cry. Conviction can make your heart break. But if you will give in to the conviction and say, Lord God, I'm sorry for everything I've ever done and said. And by your grace, Lord, I want to live a better life on tomorrow. God, I want to bring everything out of the secret place. I want to bring everything out of the hiding. And I want to put it out in your presence, Lord. Remove what is evil remove what is wrong and help me find a way to put my life on the track and the road and the path of holiness before God. Somebody said amen. Amen. Psalms 51 and 4 says, I have sinned and done this evil in thy sight. Even when people think that God doesn't know, He does. He does. And what's done in secret will be brought to light. Amen. Hezekiah, when he had been heard, received word from the prophet, news he did not want to hear. His prayer was, I have done that which is good in thy sight. This morning I want to paint a picture that where we live a life with an awareness and desire that says, Father, look what I am doing. I am eating. Blessed. I am working. Help me. I am praying. Hear me. I am worshiping. Watch me. I am hurting. Heal me. I am sick. Touch me. I am walking. Walk with me. I am walking. Walk with me. God, be with me. Go with me. Bless what I do and help me know what to say. I want to walk in the sight of my holy God and be found pleasing. In His sight. I want no separation. I want no shield. I want no coverage. Only His favor. I can't do that by myself. I I don't want to lie to you. I don't want to lead you to some some false uh, conclusion that that I can can, uh, all by myself do good and please God. But I can tell you that the grace of God is strong enough The mercy of God is strong enough. The blood of Jesus is strong enough. Amen. His grace is sufficient enough that it doesn't matter what's in the past. Every day is a brand new day. His mercy is new every morning. Amen. It doesn't matter how bad you messed up yesterday, last year, previous times. Every day we have an opportunity to say, give us this day our daily bread. Lead us not into temptation and deliver us from evil. Amen. God, I want to live with an awareness that you are watching me. We were in Memphis this past week. Keaton and I were driving through uh, Memphis at night. And every so far you see these blinking blue lights, just solid blue lights up high on poles, on buildings, on on the traffic lights. There's these little blinking blue lights. 
Those little bullying and little lies is telling people under surveillance. You do something here. You burn this red light, we got your number. You break this window, we not got your face. This light's telling you this place is under surveillance. And what does that mean? People slow down. They stop at the light. If they're going to break a window, they're going to break a window where the light's not seen. And I think it's true for us if we could have a holy awareness. There's an all-seen eye watching me, watching me. I don't know if y'all see it like I see it in my head, but I know sometimes, I mean, we live... Hey, hey, everybody, don't tell nobody. <laughs> but I'm playing on. Do you, do you see? Do you know about? Hey, man, I got plans. Don't tell nobody. Shh, shh, don't tell Amen. But imagine if we could see that He still sees underneath everything we might have under. When God walked through the garden in the cool of the day and He said, Adam, where are you? How many of you think God didn't know where Adam was? God knew where Adam was. He, didn't, he knew Adam didn't know where he was. God knew what had happened. He was coming to check on Adam. So he knew what had happened. I think it is so important. It is so important. I'm about to conclude. I was meditating on this this morning. And I was reminded of the story of Gideon. Gideon was... I uh, had a, a, an army, I think, of 18,000. Whatever the number was, it was thousands. And the Lord looked at the army and said, too many. And the Lord said, go down to the river and have everybody drink by the water. And they went down to the river, and there were two ways people drank water. One way people drank water is they, they, bowed, they, 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 they got down by the river, got on their knees, and they put water in their hand, and they drank water from their hand. And you'd think that'd be the ones God chose because they're being aware, they're watching. But God said everyone who gets down and they drink the water like a dog, lapping it, from their tongue into the water. Those are the ones I'm going to bring victory from. And I was thinking about that. That demonstrated to me they knew God had their back. They weren't afraid to just put their face in the water and drink it Come on, somebody. They knew, look, this is a test. And God said it's a test. And God's going to judge me by how I'm drinking water out of the river. So am I going to be afraid while God's watching? Or am I just going to put my face in the water and say, it doesn't matter what's behind me, above me, in front of me, beside me. I can put my face in the water because God's got my back. Can I tell you, we've got to quit living our life to drinking by the handfuls when God wants us to put ourselves into the water, in 
flesh and blood. No doubt we got challenges that manifest in flesh. People make mistakes. People run their mouth. And we find ourselves caught up in drama that is beyond our ability to imagine. But sometimes we got to recognize the battle is the Lord's. And I'm not going to allow my fellowship with God, my drinking in the water that only comes from God, to be hindered by other people's strife and hindered by other people's doubt. It's between me and God. I'm going to put my face in it. Because it's not ours. How did Gideon win the battle? Did they pick up a sword? I don't even think they took a sword. They took a pitcher and a candle and a trumpet. That's dumb. How do you think that's going to win your battle? It ain't yours. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. This is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded. Okay. <laughs> There's an all seeing eye watching me. Jesus told the story said, which of you, your children asked for you bread that you would give them a stone? Or if he asked for you an egg, will you give him a serpent? If he asked for you a fish, would you give him a scorpion? Are there any fathers that would do that? He says, if ye being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Shall your heavenly Father give to everyone that asketh the Holy Ghost? It's God's work in our life. It's God's work in our life. Of all the things that I value, that I have in my life, is I have a firm conviction that if my blessings come from the Lord, I have people that pray for me, and I have people that love me, and I have people that may value me, but all of their well wishes and all their good feelings toward me is of no consequence if I am not pleasing God. If God doesn't bless me, I'll never be blessed. And though God is my Father, He's more than my Father. He is my judge. He knows my thoughts and He knows my intents. He knows my desires and He knows my plans. Even when I may not tell anybody what's going on inside of me, He can read me like a book and I want to be an open book to Him and say, God, help me with every doubt. Help me with every fear. Help me with every confusion. God, I just open up everything to You. And I want to live my life not trying to avoid the gaze of your presence, but I want to open every part, every part of my heart. God, that I can rejoice. You know, if you're doing wrong, it's not a real comfortable feeling. It's like the Bible says, they ran from the light. They didn't want to be in the light because their deeds were evil. They knew if they came in the light, their deeds would be reproved. And so they ran in the darkness. 
what a wonderful thing it is, Brother Hayes, that we can just bring all our junk. Amen. Like a yard sale. When we bring it all out in the yard and say, hey, God, here it is. Amen. We bring it, we empty our cabinets and lay it out all over the counter and say, Lord, here it is. If you want it, you can have it. If you see something I need, will you help me get it? Without shame. He's my God. He loves me. The Bible says that we are the apple of His eye. He's watching us. And we can take comfort in that. And we can be like the, the warriors in Gideon's day. We can be like the warriors of Gideon's day and not consume from God and timidity. But we get down on our hands and knees and put our face in the river that is God and drink deeply, drink fully, until we're full. Because the Lord is going to be the one that has always won our battles. If we're still alive, it's because God's been fighting our battles. And in whatever battles are raging right now, God's got your back. Somebody said amen. You know, all my life, my dad, uh, I think he would have given me anything he had. But the greatest thing my dad gave me was his blessing. He has to believe in me, encourage me, and pray for me. And uh, so the prayer of my father was what I desire. Can we stand in? How many of you want the blessing of God? This morning, I'm just going to open these altars. And you're comfortable, it's, it's possible. It's within your desire to just bring it all out of the open before the all sky. We just come forward and say, Lord, here it is. Everything you got, everything I am, everything I'm not, I'm giving it to you today. Yes. God, there's some stuff I don't like about my life, Lord, and that's your will. Okay. God, I, I, I give it all to you. I'm